I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens around it. Like travel. Yeah, yeah, actually, some travel. Recently, I went on two trips, one right after the other, Mm -hmm. and now we are about to take another trip with us. Yes. And then you will be taking a trip for you. Yes. And then we will take another trip for us. Yes. And then you will take another trip for you. Yes. And then I will travel for work again. That is some travel. That is some travel. Yeah. So last month, I went to Your Metamors. Yes. And then I had that trip planned at that time because all of this other travel was going to happen over the course of about two and a half months. Mm -hmm. And I knew that I needed to either get it right before or right after. So I ended up going there to see them Mm -hmm. and then getting on a plane for work and going across the state. Yes. We are also trying to uh, juggle the travel thingies into place because we want to get them done before they schedule a surgery. Yes. And um, we have a kid who's going to turn 17. Yep. And we have, um, he actually has a neuropsych that week that you proposed we might go somewhere. Oh, darn. And I made that appointment more than a year ago. Oh, I know you it. did. Yeah. Because there is only one pediatric I, neuropsych in our region. It's not in the Google Calendar because I wasn't using that. Uh-huh. So I have to call her office on Monday and find out what days it is, but I'm pretty sure it's the 16th or 17th. Okay. But last time, as you might recall, it was at least three days. Yes. So I'm a little bummed about that. Yeah. But we'll see what we can figure out. We will see what we can figure out because this is always the schedule Tetris that we end up playing. Even if we think we've got it, you know, blue matching blue or whatever you're trying to do. Right. That's definitely a thing. And that's also how my work trips always go because when I am traveling for work, I'm going out to see different school sites and I have to observe certain types of activities. And so I have to be there when they're doing those things. And okay, if this school on the north end of town is doing that at eight and the school on the south end of town is doing that at nine, can I get across town in that time? And if not, how else can I work that out? And if so, how long can I spend at each school before I have to go to the next thing? And it's all schedule Tetris. Right. So at first, when I was scheduling my personal trip before my work trip, I was sort of hesitant about it because you were still recovering and you were still going to hyperbarics. And after having had sepsis, we wanted to make sure that you really were going to be able to household for yourself. Right. And I was definitely on the mend. Yeah. But I was not at the end of on the mend. Correct. Well, I mean, I think you're still not, but... Correct. But I, I I was able to manage. Yes. I was able to manage children and, you know, manage their uh, family dinners mm-hmm. and so forth. Yes. And those are really the biggest things that need to happen right now are the family dinners and the kid travels. The, right. rest, the rest of the householding can be a little bit flexible and a little bit leave it until somebody else gets home and a little bit, you know, whenever catches catch can. Right. But we also have a boy who has community service, and you have doctor appointments, and kid has doctor appointments, and therapy appointments, and so on. Yes, and I have groups and support groups and so forth. Yes. Um, so yeah, we have a lot of things going on. Um, and then there's the daily things that do need to be managed with the boy, which mainly involves his hygiene and his medication. And he was he was doing this by himself, like I was staying out of the way mm-hmm. for about a week, midweek, the other week to midweek, the next week. He would get up, take a shower, go down, make a smoothie by himself. Mm-hmm. 
take his pills, the whole, whole nine yards, put his laundry in. Um, and then he didn't. And really, that is his pattern now that I talk talk out loud about it. Yeah. Um, now that I say it out loud, it, it often is his pattern. To, you know, he can do a thing, but he can't really uh, hang in there with it. He cannot sustain And this is kind of frustrating because this is a kid who sometimes is actually almost 17 and other times is 17 going on seven. Right. Which is the nature of developmental delay. It is. That some things are, you know, the the difference in delay from one characteristic to the next, from one developmental milestone to the next Mm -hmm. may be, you know, a little bit delay, a lot of delay, a complete and total delay. Well, what was nice about him being uh, on track while you were away at the first trip is it was his turn to cook dinner. Nice. And it was easy to set him up, go to my online group, and then, you know, come downstairs and help him finish setting up. Yes. And we had even started planning that before I had left because I left the day he was supposed to cook dinner. Mm -hmm. And I had ordered, he had asked for tamales. And I had ordered the kind of tamales that he could just microwave. And then he would just probably microwave a can of vegetables or something else to go with it. And we had, like, I had been part of the planning before I left to make sure that that this would be relatively self-sufficient. Yeah, the, the groceries would be here. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, and he had eaten a lot of the tamales already, <laughs> so I asked you to quick get some more yes, before that, uh, I did. that day came along. So two days this week, I had to run his pills over to the school mm. because I didn't go downstairs because I was trying to stay out of the way and let him do the things himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just text him, you know, mm-hmm. the second time he was like triple O's MG. Like he knew it was on him. Mm-hmm. So that was a good thing. That is good. And um, and I brought him his pills and uh, I gave him a hard time about it in, in a lighthearted way. Yeah. Yeah. Which when he is not in an extra hormonal or extra already hijacked headspace is mm. typically how he responds best to correction. Right. When it's and, almost like friendly teasing. Yeah. And he was not in the school. When I went into the school, they said they had an assembly and that I'd have to reach him myself. Mm-hmm. And he was not in the school. He wasn't about to go to an assembly. He's not about to. He's not trying to. He wasn't trying to. And I just gave him his pills and said, okay, bye. Yeah. Because I, I just I shrugged my shoulders at this. There's nothing else to do about it. But anyhow, he cooked that Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, we managed to survive, you know, just fine. Mm-hmm. I, nobody was having any dire needs or problems. Right. And you came home Sunday afternoon. I did. I yeah. came home extra early because usually I won't come home until somewhere between dinner and bedtime on a Sunday night after being away. Mm-hmm. But that time, because I knew I was going to be leaving again Monday morning, I wanted to make sure that I had some time to connect with you yes. between. Yes. And so in that period of time, I helped you get Monday dinner set up. You did. You did. And it was good that we could like collaborate on dinner because usually on my home, I try and call you so that I can connect with you before I get home right? and have a sense and you can have a sense as well of, hey, I'm looking forward to seeing you and what else is going on there that I'm coming home to. Yeah, and I encouraged you to do that as well, because I know that that's helpful to you. And the day before, I had said, oh, yes, I'm talking to you tomorrow, right? I'll let you know when I'm on the road. And you said, yes, I'll call you. And somewhere between the fact that you had company at that time, and you were less than 24 hours out from a ketamine treatment at that time, and I took you too literally that you were going to call me, Mm -hmm. Yes. Then we didn't get our phone call in. We did not, because uh, by the time 
time you figured it out, you were pretty darn frustrated. By the time you figured out I wasn't calling. I was angry at myself for not having followed up. And you were, I called you, but you were stopping for the restroom and you Mm -hmm. were only an hour away. And so then we waited. But unfortunately, our connection time got affected by that Mm -hmm. uh, frustration. And um, I really did appreciate, though, that you helped me set up dinner for the next day. Mm -hmm. In the crock pot. Right. So that, you know, I could feed the kids. Yeah. Family dinner the next night while you were gone for work. This right. Time. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It proof. So yeah, it was good that we could connect a little bit, even if it was still a little bit sideways because I was in a state and then you are concerned and that puts you in a state too. And right. The- we, we end up, we end up sort of spiraling around each other sometimes. Mm-hmm. So then I went to the largest city across the state and visited a bunch of their schools and did some not quite touristy things and sat in a hotel room and edited last week's episode talking about your dick. Yes. And you you were quite busy with work while you were there. I was. And usually when I go to do observations like that... Usually it's more manageable. It's more manageable. This time the schedule Tetris had gotten a little intense. And also the amount of work that there was to do, like if most of the schools are closed by two or three, then I'm still on the clock until four. I go back to my hotel room and I'm, you know, catching up on reports, answering emails, things like that. Mm -hmm. But there was just so much to do after the visitations every day Mm -hmm. that it was just a lot. And then I didn't, I wasn't getting the editing done and I wasn't getting as much activity as I would have preferred. And I did go to the gym every night, but it was just right. You were you were uh, you were a little worn out. I was, and um, the schedule that you were trying to make work wasn't helping. But it was always encouraging that you were you know you were almost done, or you had been done at that point with the hyperbarics, right? And that you were doing more enjoyable things. You had our lawyer friend over and you were hanging out with other people and doing- I finished the Friday when you left for my metamors. And so by that Monday when Mm -hmm. you were off working, I had plans for the week of actually seeing people, not sitting in a tube somewhere. Yeah, that hyperbaric thing, that's taken up a lot of your week. Yeah, it it was a lot. And so it was good that you could do more things mm-hmm. and you were still doing all the parenting, but like being done with the hyperbarics and having more time for enjoyable things made the parenting easier, it seemed like. It was. And I also needed to get on the boy for his um, his community service. So yes. while you were gone on uh, the first trip, we went to a orientation at a place where he could volunteer. And then uh, the next week he had therapy. So all the nights were full and he couldn't, mm-hmm. he couldn't go that week. But I have gotten him there twice again. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's not a far drive, but I cannot currently drive at night. Because the hyperbarics screwed with your intraocular pressure. Yes. Which changes your glasses prescription. Yes. Which means in order to drive, the most ridiculous thing ever is I am wearing a pair of your glasses from several years ago. Because they just, were the best. Just, yeah. Well, just while I'm driving. Just while you're driving, because they were the best fit for distance vision right now for your current acuity. Yes. And then to read something, I have to take them off, which is not how my prescription works. I, I usually have progressives that I need for reading. Mm-hmm. And uh, right now, those are okay for uh, walking around the house, but you 
yours are the best for daytime driving, and I cannot drive at night. So I had to get somebody who could go with me. Uh, I was driving back from taking the kid uh, to community service, and it was just starting to get dark. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, shit. I, I, I'm not going to be able to drive. Mm-hmm. And so I called a friend who I knew was getting off of work shortly and said, hey, I need to see if you can do me a favor. And she did end up driving us. She didn't mind. She understood this problem. Yes. She doesn't live far away from us. And no. That was very helpful. That's totally great. Because yeah, I um, did not belong driving. That's great. Yeah. And I still don't. Mm-hmm. And it is very inconvenient. Um, I bet. But not as inconvenient as sitting in a tube. So I'm just going to roll with it and wait till my eyes go back to what they're supposed to be. Yeah. Which is what does happen. It's a known thing that in hyperbarics, your um, it will often impact your visual ability mm-hmm. and... Uh, whether or not you wear glasses, that is a, a usual factor. Right. And now, in addition to getting a kid managed while I was gone, there were also elder care concerns because your aunt mm-hmm. has various needs, various concerns that she likes to lean on you for whenever possible. Well, yeah, she does. And also, she is preparing to go see your sister. Yes, with on the way there with me, mm-hmm. and then she'll stay a little longer. And it's going to be you, your aunt, and your former work wife all on the plane together going there, yes? Yeah, I'll have help managing my aunt. That's lovely. Yes. And between you and your former work wife and another former colleague, Mm-hmm. The three of you, and possibly your sister, possibly your aunt, but definitely the three of you. Maybe my nephew. Maybe your nephew will be going to some spring training games. Yes. Which is always enjoyable for you. I think last year you were very sad not to be able to go. I was. Uh, I didn't realize it at the time, but it made the most sense this winter when the friend who drove the other night, her parents live actually very close to my sister's. And she goes down often to see them for holidays or their birthdays and Mm -hmm. so forth. And she went down, oh, I want to say in maybe November. She definitely went, you know, in December. And she said the they don't change their clocks there. Mm -hmm. Like we do time change. And um, she said the the additional light at the right time of day just made a big difference for her. Yes. And I think that's something that happens for me for spring training. It's, you know, it's um, in the Southwest. So mm-hmm. it's Arizona is a sunny place. It's winter and a lot of people go there in the winter, which is why yes. the tickets for baseball are so darn expensive right now. And the South has more sun because it's closer to the equator. And Yes. So they have a little more uh, daylight than we do. Mm-hmm. And so that's usually very helpful to me. Yes. They have that little preview of there will be more daylight soon. Yay. Yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. And even with all that, though, there were still concerns about how do how do your sister and her family take care of your aunt? And when is she going? When is she coming back? This is something that has switched a few times, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Often my sister, let's say the last few times at least, mm-hmm. my sister will get my aunt a ticket. They've discussed it quite thoroughly. And then my aunt will say, oh, I have a disappointment on the, on that day. I can't go on that day. In November, it was her bus pass, mm-hmm. you know, her senior card or something like that. Right. And this time, my, my sister contacted me and was like, oh, my gosh. Uh, our aunt is now telling me she has a doctor's appointment the next day. 
or an eye appointment. And I said, okay, why didn't you tell me that? And she said, because I just made it. And I said, why, why, why did you make it on that day if you're coming here? Oh my gosh. So I said, just, you need to tell her what to do. Don't ask. Say, call them back and reschedule it. You will be out of town. Right. Yeah. Call them back right away so that you can reschedule now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That so doesn't always work out the right it. way, though. <laughs> she moved it to the day she's coming back. Yeah. And it, it'll, it's not, you, you know, there's only so much effort you can put into some of these things. So Yes. Yeah. So we're going to have a little baseball then. So first, you and I are going to uh, see our Doctor Who friends. Yay! Yeah. And we're going to go a few days early and do, we're still trying to figure out what, because we're bad at this, because it's been so long since we went somewhere. Yeah. It wasn't like surgery or... And LA is surgery. like half flooded anyway, so... Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. They did say um, it's, you know, it's looking like the weather's going to help them recuperate. However, yeah, it's been problematic there. And we've been down there before some years ago when, when they had to sandbag the areas mm-hmm. where the water would have came in. Yep. Yeah, downstairs. It, it's true. Convention floors. But they, they get it under control. They make it work. Yeah. And so it seems to be that that's what's happening this time. But we are going for a couple extra early days so that we can have some together time that's doing a fun thing and not a surgery thing. And not a parenting thing. And not a processing thing. Yeah. None of those. They shall be banned. (laughs) Something tells me that all of them are going to creep in anyway. Well, you know, I'm always a little optimistic. I'm but. I'm hoping that the surgery thing will creep in with the schedulers calling you while we're there to get your next surgery scheduled. Right. If they don't call you before we leave, which I don't think is likely because we leave in a day and a half and it is the weekend. They'll call while we're gone. And Yay. I, I have I think I have everything in the calendar. I don't think it'll be terribly soon. I don't want it to be terribly soon. So it's it's fine right now. Yeah, that was part of the reason for scheduling all of this travel right now, because you wanted to have a lot of good time to really thoroughly finish recovering and really thoroughly finish recovering your mental and emotional well-being as well before being down for the count again. Yes, because technically it's supposed to be four days in the area so I can have a catheter, but... But that's not how it's worked out the other, I don't know how many times. Four or five times that you've now, yeah. So I, I'm not going to be quite as optimistic as usual. Correct. I will be optimistic. Yeah. I can't help it. You will, but I think that's good for you. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I have to think that it will be, the surgery will be less trouble than it probably will be. Yeah. I think I followed that. <laughs> I understand what you're trying to say. So anyway. Good thing. Maybe somebody else will too. I think they will. Probably better than I do. Hopefully they will. A lot of times people understand you better than I do. This is the thing where child number zero was sitting at the dinner table looking at both of us the one time where you're trying to tell me something and I'm trying to reflect back to you what I think you're saying and it's not at all what you're saying. Right. Yeah. And and number zero child is just looking at us like, oh my God, how do you two do anything? (laughs) And laughing at us. And laughing at us, yes. Quite quite thoroughly. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. So now we are looking at Gallifrey One, Mm -hmm. baseball, Mm -hmm. Star Trek San Francisco. Yes. Baseball. Yes. And then I go travel for work again. And then I will probably also go travel to your metamors again. So yeah, there's a lot to be done. And it's, again, it's more of that schedule Tetris. It's 
when we go to Galley, mm-hmm. your former work wife, who will be going with you to baseball, mm-hmm. has for years now been our regularly scheduled week of child care. Yes, because uh, she does dog sitting and we have a dog and we give her the kids with the dog. Yes. Yeah. That is correct. Because the last time we tried to split this between her and someone else... It, it just became harder for everybody. It was. Yeah. And so when we came home that year, we talked to, you talked to your former work wife and said, can we just get you for the whole time next year? How much, please? <laughs> yes. And and she thought that was a good idea too. Yes. Yeah. And uh, mostly she deals with the boy mm-hmm. because he's the one who's home the most. And because he's the one who is the least self-directed. Yes. Uh, the other two come and go. Number one and number three. Number one is living with us again, the 25-year-old, but he has a job. Number three has a job and full-time school online mm-hmm. and basically does all of that for themselves. Right, right. And I did let uh, my former work wife know that um, number three child is in charge of cooking that Wednesday while we're gone mm-hmm. for family night. And um, besides that, those Two children, uh, one and three, will usually feed themselves, and she will only need to uh, address whatever number two child needs. Number three child has a DoorDash addiction. Yes. (laughs) It's terrible. And and number one child is completely opposite and rummages through the cupboard to find a bag of microwavable rice and eat that at God knows what hour because he didn't Because ramen takes too long. (laughs) Yeah, and he didn't go to the store. (sighs) Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they are completely opposite with that. They really, really are. So, and the the other the other guy, he he just wants fast food if he can get it. And we have some gift cards laying around from Christmas that I I told my former work wife where to find those, so that you know he can have pizza or sub sandwiches or whatever. Absolutely. Outside of what's already here, that he maybe will eat. We can get. Uh, well, actually, we don't have any time to get more groceries, do we? We could get them to pick up tomorrow. Okay, because we might get him some more yogurt or something. Okay, yeah, yeah. we can make that happen. Okay, anyway, but yes. So then, your former work wife is managing the kids while we are both gone for a whole week this time. For a whole week this time, which it's been five and a half days before. Mm-hmm. This time, it's going to be seven and a half days. Yes. Next, you are gone, and I am parenting, which means I have to take a couple hours of leave. So that I can be here in the mornings to see a boy off to school because typically I leave at six in the morning to get to work by seven. Mm-hmm. And I need to stay here until at least seven, seven fifteen to know that the boy is at least ready to go out the door. Mm-hmm. Even if I don't wait until he goes out the door, I need to make sure that he is ready to go out the door before I leave. Right. And then... And, and you know, I think that if you didn't want to take as much time off, you could bribe him with fast food. I probably could. So, you know, there's options. There are options. We will see what happens. Yeah. We'll see how functional he is. Yeah. And that's the other thing is there's this sort of trade-off of like, if I leave him to be more self-directed, that usually only works for a little bit and then he regresses. So then when we go to San Francisco, we are going to, it's my understanding that our current plan is to leave the 17-year-old, air quotes, in the care of the Mm 25-year-old and parent as needed from a distance since it's a drive away instead of a flight away. Right. And he would only have to parent uh, one day 
because we would be here that Thursday morning before we left to make sure he got off to school. Um, he also is in charge of making sure that the dog goes out twice mm-hmm, a day mm-hmm. and making sure that the boy gets pills twice a day. Right. That's so, the most important part. Right. And that will be mostly that Thursday night and that Friday morning because then Child Zero will come and pick up Child Number Two for the weekend. Oh, we did get Child Zero on board with that. Yes. And so they, they were very easy to say, yes, I will take my brother. And they haven't taken him in a while. Yeah. And we were hesitant to have him go there for a while because he would regularly come home sick. He would. And so we'll see how it goes this time. I, ho- I hope he doesn't come home and give us a cold or something. No, because or COVID or whatever. Days after we come home, you leave again. Like we come Mm -hmm. home on a Monday and you leave on a Thursday or Friday. Right. Yeah, I only have a few days in between each trip that Mm -hmm. that I'm home. Right. Um, in which I have to fit in my ketamine treatment, mm-hmm. which usually means that uh, there's not many other things you can fit in that day. Correct. Um, you can fit some things in before, but you don't want to go too late. No. Um, then his therapy, uh-huh. one of the weeks. Yep. And family night. Yep. Including one of my groups, which is on Wednesdays. Yes. So that's one of... <clears throat> That's one of the weeks in between uh, the few days there, and then I leave again, and um, yeah, come back and play again. Right. Yeah. So I think it'll be nice to be away, and hopefully that will m- make us feel that glad feeling that you get when you get to come home, too, because we haven't had time away that wasn't uh, stressful. Right. We really haven't. Well, may- I don't know. You might have. I, I, might, yeah, I, I have had time away from home that was not stressful, that was rejuvenating, and that, quite frankly, gave me the spoons to continue doing the stressful things. Mm-hmm. But also, it'll be nice to share that experience with you. I have really, really missed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have had uh, no chance to do that. So I'm so glad that we're ready to be off and running yes. in a couple days. Hooray! Yeah, by, by the time this goes out... We will have done the thing. Yes. By the time this goes out, this goes out on the third day of Galley, and we will have brought the pronoun ribbons, and we will have hooked up with our connections at the registration desk and the help desk, and they'll be passing them out, and we'll be seeing Doctor Who things and meeting friends and hanging out with people we haven't seen in a year, and Mm -hmm. I miss Confam. Yes, it'll be very nice. It will. So what's gendery about all that? I think most of the gendery things now that blends into the background, whatever interactions I have with my sister about my aunt or other things like that. Um, I was getting an Airbnb for uh, just a couple days for us to stay in with my former work wife and my other colleague uh, so that my aunt can be at my sister's because there's only one guest room there right now. She has her husband's niece living with them and her youngest son is still there as far as I know. He, he the goes adult out of son. Yeah. yeah. He, but he lives there. And uh, so we we will stay at an Airbnb and I did negotiate with them. Uh, do, you, do you want, how many bedrooms do you want? You know, what kind of sleeping space do you want? Yes. And so. they are both aware of your trans status. They have both known you for multiple decades. Yes. And so like you have shared space with your former work wife before. Yes. But even so, it's still kind of a different ball game now. Ball game. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Good job. Thanks. It is. Yeah. So I checked with them and 
And uh, we worked that out because we wanted to do, you know, as inexpensive as we could considering how late we were booking. And that had to do with other health issues on one of their parts and, um, you know, one of them having health issues and their parent having health issues and so forth. Mm -hmm. Uh, We usually wouldn't try to do something so late because it does get to be a little more expensive. It does. Yeah. The other thing that is also in the background of that is that you were considering taking number two child to do a thing on his spring break. Yes. Did that ever materialize? Did you ever decide what to do about that? Or is that still something that's sort of in the thinking planning stage? It's still a possibility. I haven't had a chance to talk to my former work wife about it again. Right. And also, Cousin Vinny was interested in taking a road trip, a short road trip. And these would all be gendery considerations, because if you are thinking of taking, you know, it's a dad and a boy on a trip, mm-hmm. possibly a dad and a boy and a boy's buddy, mm-hmm. guy's trip, mm-hmm. except then, you know, bringing along a female friend or bringing along a non-binary, very queer presenting friend mm-hmm. makes it a weird thing. Not for us, but... Not for us, but for the people we might be dealing with out there in the world. (laughs) That part. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So um, if we did go with Vinny, Vinny tends to like to find a place because they want a dog-friendly place. Mm -hmm. And um, then we would drive to Vinny's and go wherever from there. Right. Yeah. So that's the possibility. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to make it happen. But um, I thought, let's go ahead and do this first trip first. And then, you know, because his spring break is not till the end of March, right. beginning, beginning of April. I've got time. Right. I can talk to Vinny about it again. After this first trip, it'll be a little easier to communicate about traveling. It will. And it's also totally valid for you to take a trip with the boy while I am gone for work or to your metamors because the other two children don't need that level of supervision. No, but you will have to instruct number one child to manage a dog again. I can do that. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'll be more excited when we have more energy. Yeah, I was. it kind of snuck up on me. Usually I am very excited and um, I've had so much on my plate that I didn't realize how fast it, you know, the date was getting here to go. Mm-hmm. And I've been excited and at the same time exhausted. So that part. Not quite able to just, you know, be excited. Right. Um, I do have to get excited enough to get this suitcase packed. Yeah, that part. Yeah. We can pack tomorrow. Right. Or later today. I don't know. Right. Depends on how we want to use our time later. But is there anything more for now? I think that's it. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening! Okay.
I think we have a microphone. And it says Yeti. And it says Yeti. And it does appear to be picking up our voices. Very good. Because that's what we needed to do. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. You have water. You have everything you need. I have water. Understood. Yes. Are we ready to start? Yes. Okay. Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. Like travel. Yeah. Yeah, actually, some travel. What about travel? Remind me. You went some places. I went some places, and then we're going to go some places, then you're going to go some places, then we're going to go some places. Okay. Yes. All right, go for it. Or lead me into it, so I'll know what you want to mm-hmm. launch hot into. I went to my metamors, or your metamors. My God. I did, I did see my metamor. Okay, then. <laughs> Start that sentence again. Ha, 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 ha.